would you try fully cooked, like professionally prepared human flesh of your own? It's been one hell of a week, though. Seriously. How you been? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Nothing really to report. Well, I, I disagree with that. I mean, you and I have been stuck on Apex for a while. Mm-hmm. And then finally... Okay, well, if you're talking some... games, like, it's been a very busy, like, two weeks. Because we had... That's what I'm Anthem, saying. We had Apex. We had... Uh, Crackdown. Oh, my gosh. Crackdown. Uh, Metro. Yeah, Metro Exodus. Well, you got Metro. I didn't get Metro. Well, that's a we both, shame. We, well, I I played it a little bit at E3, and I was like, oh, well, this is cool. But it, it wasn't anything that made me excited for its launch. And everything that mm-hmm. everyone is saying about it is has kind of turned me in favor of it. But it's like... It's like when a movie comes out. It's like, yeah, I'll probably see it, or I'll wait till it just shows up on Netflix. So for the game, I'll probably play it if it shows up on Game Pass. <laughs> Boo. It's super so, good. It is super good. I'm sure play, it is. One of the one of the Metro games is on Game Pass. No, it is. I think both of them are. Yeah, there's oh, two, you should there's two just of play them. Last Light. Just call it a day. All right. Okay. Bye then. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to go play yeah, Last Light. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Crackdown is something I wanted to talk to you about. And not necessarily like the game or what you think of it or anything. It's mainly what other people think of it. Because I'm getting really, really sick of these like gnarly reviews for games. Like it's getting really old really fast. And I don't know if I'm not thinking of it correctly or something but i'm just i'm sick of it like the the reviews for crackdown and anthem are both like piss poor just this game's not good there's no content there's no meat and potatoes to it just on and on and on and then i play the game and i'm like no this game is really fun like especially crackdown crackdown's a great example because people are like that doesn't have this huge story and it's like well it it's crackdown it's just supposed to be like this over the top kind of die hard thing it's not supposed to be something that takes itself overly seriously and it's like oh well this is metro exodus and you know everything you do in this game matters and everything changes and like it's not it's not like that it's just hey there's bad guys go murder them as terry (laughs) cruz that's a good point though seriously no I, i i think the thing with crackdown is that first off there wasn't a lot of good marketing for crackdown even with Terry Crews in the driver's seat, so to speak, it, it really didn't get beyond like a, the a very niche um, amount of people. And you know, when you and I go out there for our jobs, we're telling people about this game. And we show people the trailer. That's when people. That's when people are like, "Oh, wow! This this seems like a really good, really fun kind of game." Mm-hmm. That's not meant to be taken seriously. It's just meant to be blowing you know, stuff up. And for whatever reason, reviewers started poo-pooing it right away. Now, I will agree that it was a little unnerving to not be able to play with your friends in Wrecking Zone. I agree with that. But I, I was talking with somebody that was a huge Crackdown fan, and what he was saying was he felt like the graphics 
felt like a 360 graphics that was upscaled for 4K. It was too cartoony. Uh, and he also didn't like the fact that Wrecking Zone was online only. And so I was like, okay, well, first off, it's supposed to be like comic book strip style. That's what the artist said right from right. the get-go. And second off, what do, what other gun games do you play? I was like, well, I play Battlefield. It's like, do you play with your friends? Yeah, but okay, then what's the problem? Like I like within ten seconds, I was able to dissolve his own uh, his his issues with the game, and I and I I I come to find out that a lot of the issues that he has are from reading these reviews, right? And I feel like reviewers, and I'm a reviewer too. And when I review something that is a beta or an alpha or a pre-release, I very clearly state that in my review. By the way, this isn't the finished product. This is what they sent me, but it might change by the time that it gets to the shelves. But this is my review of what it is in spirit and in physical nature of how it is now. But that might change. The reviewers... A lot of them that that I read after the fact were saying like, yeah, we got pre-release copies, but they've been working on it for so long they should have this stuff ironed out. I'm like, no, you still have pre-release copies. Like that's that's that right there says that there's going to be some other content or some other patches that they will probably release on day one of the game. And guess what? They did. So. So that's that's one of the biggest issues that I have with with these game reviewers with this and with Anthem. Oh my god, I could not stand the Anthem reviews. Well, all of them are so just negative like, oh, it's just a Destiny clone. Oh, it's, you know, honestly, it turns into this conversation even with people or with reviewers where they're like, oh, it's just a Destiny clone. Okay, well, I'm still having fun. Well, it's it, there's no really good loot system. Okay, well, I'm still having fun. Well, the story it can get confusing. Well, I'm still having fun. Well, uh, uh, it, it, it plays differently. I'm still having fun. Stop having fun. Yeah. Like that's how it turns out is they just, people whine so hard and it's getting really old. I'm starting not to be able to trust reviewers. And I, it's kind of an interesting thing because like you're a reviewer. I mean, you've got like your channels and stuff on YouTube that do reviews and like these in a way, these guys like discredit you. Yeah, I wanted to know what you no, think I, of that. I, I this this is kind of something that you and I had talked about off the air, where I get into my own bubble, where I surround myself with other other reviewers and other people that are so desensitized by some of the new things that companies are coming out with, that my initial knee jerk reaction is to react like they should have figured this out before or something along the lines of they're probably going to mess it up somehow. That's like my knee jerk reaction. When Microsoft announced HoloLens 2, which we're going to talk about later, um, my initial reaction was, well, it's probably going to have this problem, that problem and, and whatever else. Because when HoloLens 1 first came out, day one, people were so excited about it. And then by like day seven, people were saying, oh, this, this, is, a, this is not meant for the mass market. And so it, it it puts me in a position where when I look at new fandangled things, I have to take it with a grain of salt that it will, in fact, be that amazing 
product or service that it claims to be. Like I'm, I'm always lifting up rocks to make sure that there's no like hidden code mm. that's, that's copying my data and sending it over to Russia or I, I'm, I'm scouring, you know, the, uh, the, the dev forms to see if there's any other underlining issues with the game or with the product that, uh, mm-hmm. that I'm testing. And the reality is every product has this. You can't name me one product where there's not a problem. And it's probably a problem for maybe, let's just say an argument of 3000 people. Let's just say 3000 people have the same problem with the Philips Hue light. Does that mean Philips Hue light should never, should not be sold? No, of course not. Will Philips fix it? Probably. Will they take too long? Yeah, but that's, that's what happens. (laughs) That's what happens with the big company. It's not Philips's fault. They're a huge company. They do medical stuff. They do lights. They do this. They, you know, they, they make piano keyboards for God's sake. So it's, it's kind of expected. And so when, when reviewers put out these very, it seems to be very biased reviews and they're all kind of piggybacking off each other. It's mm-hmm. it kind of feels like there's some sort of I, I don't want to say the word conspiracy, but it feels like it. You know what I mean? Right. And I initially felt like this was going to be a conspiratorial kind of attack on Microsoft on how the game is playing, like especially with anthems like, oh, my God, it's a three minute load time. Like, OK, how long does it take to load into Destiny? It's like, well, it doesn't take that long. Yeah does kind of sometimes like i feel like my ship is flying above the planet a lot longer you know just to get back to the farm but hey what do i know i'm not timing myself i'm talking with my friends <laughs> i think the like, biggest thing for anthem is they did themselves a disservice by putting in these really long loading bars not necessarily how long it takes but they they take up almost the entire screen like going from left to right and I feel like they kind of like shot themselves in the foot with that because it makes it seem even longer than it already is. <laughs> it, it It's just weird because there are certain things where the press are more lenient on. Like when a new phone comes out and new software comes out for the phone, some of the press are forgiving. It's like, oh, it's a new phone. It's new software. It's expected to be buggy. Okay, it's a brand new console and a brand new game, and you just poo-pooed all over it. Like, yeah, well, they have three years to work on it. Okay, excuse me, what? Like, how do you how do you determine what gets a pass and what doesn't? And that's why, if you look at my reviews, and I'm not trying to self-promote myself, but if you look at my reviews, if I am critical. I give it that critical sandwich where I criticize it and then I give it, you know, some good like, but it is, you know, it is good if you're looking for something in that price range. However, it doesn't have different color lights like you would expect uh, from a Philips Hue or a LifeX bulb, whatever the case might be. And I feel like most of these gaming reviews that are coming out, specifically with the games that you and I are playing, they're not even... I mean, those are like, yeah, it looks nice. And that's like the one compliment that the game will get. But when they're calling Anthem a Destiny clone, okay, Fortnite was a PUBG clone. 
arguably. Not even arguably. It was it was straight up a Destiny clone. Yet it somehow like I don't understand how like some games get away with things and some games don't. Oh, Titanfall doesn't have a campaign. Well, poo poo to you. Oh, Overwatch doesn't have a campaign. Game of the year. Like it, it's weird how some things get away with things yeah. and other things are just like oh no 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 these guys are fine no 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 they they got they bought the uh, the pass so they can do these things. I don't understand it either because I, I, I first thought it might have something to do with like EA. Like everyone hates EA. But then Apex Legends comes out and everyone loves EA. It's like, well, EA does the servers. <laughs> Respawn. Everyone talk about Respawn. No, 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 EA. It's like, no, okay, all right, fine. Um, fine, EA then. Great. Everyone loves EA again. And then Anthem comes out. Oh, boo. Like, what is it, EA? No, it's Bioware. Remember Andromeda, Mass Effect? Yeah, I remember it. I played it a little bit, but that's a completely different game. Like, this is very, very different. Like, why, why must, why must one rest on the, you know, uh, be subjugated to someone's older faults in a completely separate IP that the only common denominator is the publisher and the developer? Mm-hmm. Like this, this game. It runs well. Are there glitches in Anthem? Yes. It is hilarious when some of those uh, those scorpions just kind of fly off into the into into the air when I know they're not supposed to be flying like that. But right. overall, I mean, come on. I just I feel like people complain so much nowadays. I, honestly, I've given up kind of listening to reviews. I'm like, just make. Make an opinion for yourself on, especially on something that is, it's a, based on opinion, because it's not like uh, you grab two routers and you're like, okay, well, what's the best router? It's the, you know, that's not going to be opinion based. It's literally going to be okay, which one has the better specs, which one can do the better thing. You know, there's no question on that one. Whereas games are so opinion based. I mean, obviously, like somebody releases a, a bad game, like somebody had to have liked it for it to release, right? Someone had to be like, yeah, I'm having fun. So I built the computer. No, you didn't. I did, and you helped me, so you know I did. Um, <laughs> uh, first off, I'd like to thank uh, Tax Refund for helping this along. <laughs> it was it was this very, very helpful. Well, thank you, IRS, for giving me back the money that was owed to me, I guess. I don't know. Thank you for um, my own money. Thank you for my own money, right. Which apparently, if I did my taxes correctly in the first place, I shouldn't have that much money given to me uh, once a year. Anyways, so, uh, but yeah, uh, I built the PC. You helped me build it through PC Part Picker because I told you I don't have time for this garbage. I'm just going to buy a pre-built one. And you said, no, don't do it. I said, don't be a fool. That's kind of what you said. Anyways, uh, about an hour later, you send me a link to uh, your PC part picker page, and you have pretty much built me a PC of all the components that I need. I then forwarded that off to my buddy Radford, who is the uh, who's my boss here uh, at Slanty Studios, and um, yeah, he agreed that you are uh, really good at choosing very good parts, and thought that you were very uh bullish is not the word 
but uh, very savvy to go with an M2 hard drive. But uh, the way that my bank account works is I went with a regular solid state drive. <laughs> so, but I love it. It's all green and red and green and red and there's lights and it's white and it's beautiful and it's quiet. It sounds like it's so ready for Christmas. Quiet. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'll, uh, I'll probably change it to green and blue or something. I don't know. But for those who care, Ryzen 5, MSI Motherboard, uh, MSI GTX 1060, uh, 16 gigs of um, uh, RAM from some company. It wasn't Cosair. I forget where I got it from. It wasn't G-Skills. It was somebody else. It was uh, whoever does the revenge stuff. There and you go. and uh, uh, yeah, EVGA PSU and a bunch of lights, a ton of lights uh, in an NZXT case. So, which he could have all just put in the show notes, you know, builds in the show notes. But I think he just wanted to flex on everyone. I wanted honestly... to flex. I don't get the flex. Okay, I don't get the flex about <laughs> about the things that I have. I don't have many things, and this this is a really nice. It it, it was it's a toy, granted, but it's also business because. Um, just want to say again, thank you, Quentin, for editing the past two shows. Uh, but now I can take the reins back and I can finally edit correctly on this and it's going to edit so much quicker because my other computer that died on me was not as quick. Yeah, and I'm sorry about the delay on the last episode, guys. Uh, there's a lot of audio issues that we had. A lot of... Uh, mostly the... mine. <laughs> mostly mine. I, I will take the hit. It's mostly my audio. Oh, guess what got delivered today, just now? What? My sound dampening stuff. <laughs> oh, so we're going to take a quick break here while uh, Tony does some <laughs> construction work. Yeah. Actually, we'll just leave this in. Let's leave, leave this whole part in. <laughs> just the entirety of the construction work, all like two hours. Yeah, just in the back, just hammering in plates and stuff. Just doing your thing. You just hear you like, oh my God! <laughs> You're like hacking up a lung while you're while you're uh, slamming. You just do it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but then, like toward the end of it, so wow, you sound amazing. I know. <laughs> it was worth. Thanks for the listening, wait. everybody. Yeah, thanks, thanks for uh, listening, and for those of you who actually stuck around. Wow, <laughs> what are you not doing right now? Why'd you stick around for this? Yeah, that's a better question. Why, why Seriously. Did, no, no, better question. Why didn't you leave? You should have yeah, left. Right. It is not worth staying. <laughs> did you hear the secret message? <laughs> the secret message is Tony like cleared his throat for the thousandth time. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I'm excited too because now I can actually get some videos edited and sent off to clients. Very excited about that. I'm just excited about it overall because now I can actually have a machine that can do VR and I can have a machine that can play these video games. So I can play Apex Legends on PC if I wanted to. I could play uh, Anthem on PC if I wanted to. And buy the game and... all over again. <laughs> oh, that's true. But I, uh, well, no, Le uh, Anthem, I didn't spend any money. So nanny nanny boo boo. But, um,. With that being said, I will say this. I love my new computer. I love the power behind the computer. But it doesn't doesn't need to make 
me like an elitist over people that don't have that kind of disposable income. And I can't stand people who do. <laughs> I just can't stand it. So uh, just to kind of put this into perspective, uh, during my day job, I was attempting to sell an Anthem Xbox One S bundle. Okay. And this other customer who had nothing to do with the customer I was talking to basically pulled a Kanye and said, excuse me, sorry, I know you're trying to sell this, but and to the other customers that don't buy it on console, buy it for PC. I was like, excuse you. Like, I know you just enjoyed the game because you just played the demo, but this person wants to buy a console because it's a on sale and B please don't do that. That's rude. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's going to run so much better on PC. Yes, because you spend thousands of dollars for it. It better run better. It's like, yeah, it's going to last so much longer too. I'm like, once okay. again, thousands of dollars. I mean, we've we've had this conversation before about PC Master Race, but it's it's just it's always fun to like hear that they're still they're still out there. They're still out there, still causing the ruckus <laughs> for no reason. Like, what are you getting out of this? That are you? Do you have? Do you have some sort of like? Like stock uptick when somebody else buys an MSI motherboard, like you get some sort of convenience fee for saying, "Well, I helped y'all out, so <laughs> I av- helped someone avoid buy a two hundred and fifty dollar console, and instead they spend fifteen hundred dollars and spent some of that money toward MSI. Give me money. <laughs> like if that's the reason, then okay, I can kind of see why you're like that. But ninety nine percent of the time. You're not going to be like that. Like, I've talked to professional streamers as well. And I said, you know, uh, when we were at E3 that were at, at the Mixer booth, and I had asked them, so what do you stream on, Xbox or or PC? And one of them was like, oh, man, I'm PC all the way. I'm like, okay, how do you feel about Xbox? You know, and I was kind of expecting him to be like, well, you know, poo-pooing Xbox or just consoles in general. And to my delight, you know, this guy was like, hey, man, if you need, if you got to stream on Xbox stream on xbox you know you gotta do what you gotta do whatever whatever you enjoy to be on be on that i'm like thank you <laughs> why can't more people be like you yeah <laughs> i don't I, understand I this genuinely like tell people who who are sane like that who understand that kind of thing i tell them i'm like thank you for being sane and i explain them the situation and they're like wow there, there's a lot of people like that and i'm like yeah there's a lot like a lot, a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's one thing to be a fan of a competing company like Sony or Nintendo and to be all in with those companies for whatever reason. Doesn't matter. And, and you can be. That is your, you know, your prerogative. But to put somebody else's preference down, especially their upcoming purchase, like they're lesser than you and they're not going to be as good as you until you buy what they have already bought. Like that, I don't, I don't see where the, I don't see how you feel like you're doing somebody their, their, a good service at all. Like you're, you're honestly making my job harder, but also you're making Mm. that person feel like, oh, well then no matter what I buy, it's not going to be good at all. I'm like, no, 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 slow your roll. This person's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) 
they want you to open up a Best Buy credit card or something. I don't know. I don't know what her, her reasoning is, but I'm sorry. So, long story short, although that was kind of a long story, um, he bought the console, thankfully. Oh, good. Yeah, I had to I had to pull another employee and say, hey, he wants to buy a console. Go ring him up over there, like far away from this girl, please. Yeah, hey, girl, if you're listening, please, please stop. Please. Yeah, stop listening. Stop. <laughs> whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's not how we teach. That's not how we teach. <laughs> Would you rather forget who you were or who everyone else was? Um, Who... Uh, I'd almost say who I am because that seems more... Like, you could reinvent yourself. Yeah, I agree. Like, whereas the other one is just, like, a ton of awkward conversations. Yeah. And it it only specifies that you forget who you are. Everyone else can still remember. Yeah, so, so it's can, like you get someone who can tell so the truth. So you're my and... wife? Like, yes. Like, okay. Do I owe you money? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, liking man, that's, this that's so far. Thing, so people could take advantage of that. You know, oh, yeah, you mm-hmm. owe me money. I, I do? Oh, yeah, dude. You owe me a crap ton of money. If you were really a robot, what would you really want to know? What would I really want to know? How how to learn things very quickly and if I'm going to live a very long life. How much, how, how in control am I of, like, am I like an exo from, like, Destiny where I'm a robot, but I am very much, like, me. Like it, 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 I, you know, I'm not controlled by some server or user or something. I, I've grown beyond and past that. I am true artificial intelligence. Am I going to live like forever? Then can I can I replace parts and stuff? Um, how do I replace parts? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd have questions, but it would be more for the longevity of being a robot. <laughs> like, okay. fine, I'm a robot. I accept. All right, now what? So you're not a robot now, but what would you do if you, if you found out that you had only 24 hours left to live? Oh, that's no. Oh man, um, definitely not going to work. <laughs> 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 yeah, it it just be more uh, give someone the task of letting people know and hang out with people for my last 24 hours. Okay, then on a more, I'd like to see what you how you answer this, a more interesting and fun question. If you could learn any skill in the world without trying, like Matrix-style learning, what would you pick? Ooh, see, that's, there. there's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um... Crocheting? <laughs> so when you, when you say learn the skill, am I like a master at the skill? Yeah, yeah. Like, it wouldn't oh, be, like, rudimentary, like, I know how to block a punch. Like, no, you know how to do, like, like Jackie Chan kind of, you know, wushu, kung fu style. Craziness. Craziness. Or, or like, what I would love to do is learn how to play the guitar, like, uh, you know, like, Carlos Santana, for example. Like, that's what I would like to, like, just, bloop, okay, now I can play any song you want. Give me, give me a key. I got you. Like I would love to be able to do that. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, hmm, that makes things a lot harder. 
<laughs> the ability to uh like uh generate bitcoin uh hashes in your head <laughs> no <laughs> is this thing on hello tony well i guess that's going down the books okay next question then no no wait no <laughs> Um, it'd probably be something just to like make money. Honestly, it'd be it'd be like learning, um, you know, becoming a master with computers or something like that. Something that would make me uh, a good amount of money and set me up for life. Okay, so you wouldn't necessarily take the easy road out. Um, you would still have to work at it. Like you would be amazing at cataloging. Uh, the database for the human genome. And you would be able to do it super quick, so quick that companies and and private organizations would spend millions of dollars for you to do it. But you would still have to do it. Right. Okay. Or creating the software to do it or whatever. Okay. I I, I think that's very admirable. I I think people, most people... If they were given this this choice of like learning learning one skill, like I'd say a good amount of people, are like, well, how would I be able to uh, commit crimes without getting caught? Like, I mean, that's a skill. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess it's not very uh, admirable though, but uh, sure, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> yeah, I I I think I'd rather like just be able to take care of the family and uh i always think of like the longevity of that kind of thing because i've thought about that before but i'd I'd rather have something that could allow me to enjoy my lesser skills more other than that if it if it uh, either that or it'd be like become really good and amazing at like streaming like if i had to pick something mm, more fun yeah. it'd be like become a streamer that just everyone likes yeah it'd be fun but with that comes a lot of responsibility you know like we we had uh, about six months ago ninja at his peak said the n-word on one of his streams because he was singing along to a song and he got in some, into some hot water with that some of his sponsors dropped him because he did that oh like, my gosh you, we've had this you conversation would, <laughs> we've had this conversation but uh, i don't want to get into that conversation but i'm, I'm saying like no, just no, because I, I, no, I get you. Just, I, I, yeah, yeah, just because you become like a popular streamer, like there, there's going to be aggravations that come with it. But I want to, I want to change the question. What skill that is like super mundane that you're not very good at now that you would like to be able to have uh, honed in without without trying. Um, cooking would be cool. I disagree. I don't feel like cooking is a mundane skill. Uh, okay. Because cooking in it, in its right is an art form. I mean, at, at the at the lowest end of it, it is just throwing things together and and poof, here's your salad. Like, okay, that's that's not really cooking. But but I feel someone of your caliber who already knows how to make a few things because of you know, uh, the, the recipes and, and your mother and whomever else taught you, you already have your own flair and flavor to your, to your meals. So, uh, 
like, let me give you an example. Being able to open a bottle of champagne with a saber, like perfectly every time. Interesting. That would be, it's, it's, it's less, it's less mundane, but it's like one thing. That's mm. all you're amazing at. So it's like, what else can you do? I'm like, nope, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's it. Sorry. Are you good um, with yo-yos? Nope, I'm terrible with yo-yos. <laughs> I keep stepping on it. Why? I don't know. I just keep stepping on yo-yos. I think that would be an interesting little thing to know is like how to uh, like slackline. Oh, seen that? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, like that that would be something I'd pick is just if it has to be something kind of offbeat, it'd be like that. It's how to slackline. And if, if you've never heard of that, by the way, go look it up. It's kind of a niche sport, but it's really cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to be better at tennis. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really would. I, 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 you know, last time I was on a tennis court with my father, I, uh, in my head, I was amazing. And when I hit that ball for the first time after not hitting it for like 10 years, like, wow, I totally suck. <laughs> this game. <laughs> Where's the ping pong paddles? Let's go, let's just go play <laughs> ping pong in the, in the courtroom. That's fine. Did not work out for you, huh? No, no, it did not. So I took this lens and I made it hollow. It's really cool. <laughs> High five. Jeez. Oh, so. <laughs> and that's the second time you've done it. Hence hollow lens too. $3,500, please. Yesterday at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, Spain, España, uh, Microsoft took the stage and announced... The HoloLens 2, 2, 2. Um, better battery life. It feels a lot more comfortable. Uh, better field of vision. Uh, and it's running off of a Qualcomm Snapdragon processor instead of like Intel. So battery life is amazing for that. It's only running UWP apps. So, and those run great for Qualcomm chipsets. And it's cheaper. And it's going to ship later on this year. What I liked about it is that... It wasn't like, look at us playing Minecraft or look at us play against these invisible, you know, aliens that are shooting at us, but I'm shooting back at them, but you can't see. It's, it's none of that. It's all about verticals. It's all about medical. It's all about uh, industrial, uh, in, industrial construction, engineering, things like that. So I was very excited to see um, how they've evolved HoloLens compared mm-hmm. to how it was when it first came out the first time. But uh, I know you're kind of hearing this for the first time um, after I had mentioned it to you before we started recording. But HoloLens was a thing, you know, when Windows 10 got announced in, what, 2015? And now we're three, three, four years away. It's the second iteration. Uh, It's not meant for consumers. How well do you think this thing's going to do? I'm glad they're kind of finding it a home, like where it belongs in the world. Because when it first was announced, I felt like it was like, look, it could have all these applications. Okay, well, if you had to pick one, no, no, you have to pick one. (laughs) No. Uh, Okay. These, you know, these, these examples look really cool, but no. Oh, okay. Now, okay, we're done. <laughs> it was it was super cool, and I I got the pleasure of trying a couple. Um, and it was it was always like these really cool demos and everything, but 
for real world context, it was like, I don't know this, this, mm-hmm. I, I want this yeah. to have a home in the world, but you got to find that home. And I feel like from what you've been telling me, they, they really have. Well, now that they've doubled down on the verticals, they've doubled down on just focusing wholeheartedly into these, you know, major companies like Philips, because Philips makes everything from the light bulbs to the uh, medical equipment at hospitals. And instead of the doctor, the surgeon having to look at a completely separate chart and video screen with the HoloLens, he can look down you know, operate on the patient and then just look slightly up and there'll be a 3D holographic image of what he's doing to the patient, well, how their heart rate is and all that kind of stuff. And I thought that was ingenious. And, and, <laughs> and to top it off, if I just want to talk to you and I have the HoloLens on, I can just flip it up. Flip up Ooh, the glasses. They, had, they added the, they the, added the flip. The flip. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, right? So, yeah, again... Second iteration, I'm very, very excited about it. And, of course, the press are already excited about HoloLens 3. There's already, like, three articles about what that's going to be like. I'm like, oh, my God, guys, let's just let's just, <laughs> let's just take this in first. Okay? Let's take this in first. Um, but, yeah, no, the, on stage, even the uh, CEO from Epic Games was there, uh, Tim Sweeney, and he basically said, quote, Epic will fully support Microsoft's HoloLens strategy now and for the long term, end quote. So it's it's interesting to have him there. He wasn't like announcing any kind of new AR Fortnite HoloLens anything, but just the idea of what HoloLens and AR and mixed reality mm. can do for, for gamers. It's like, okay, this is almost prime time for gamers. The hardware is too expensive even for the hardcore gamers but we like what you guys are doing because HoloLens is going to be very much in like an open kind of system. I mean, you'd, be, you'd even be able to, like if you're an app developer, you can bring the Firefox browser to HoloLens as well too. So they're, they're, they're completely opening this up. It's good. I'm excited. Not going to buy one, but I'm still excited. <laughs> I hope there is some sort of situation in which they make like a consumer priced model i don't know how that would be a thing but yeah well well, maybe maybe right now for for now they kind of look at it as like this is for business whereas uh windows mixed reality is consumer level vr ar so that's you you hit the nail on the head right there i mean the acer headsets the uh, lenovo headsets the hp headsets those are the consumer facing headsets that are using the same platform the HoloLens is using, mixed reality, that mixed reality platform. Right. So it's it's just a shame that in the midst of HTC Vive and the Oculus that Windows Mixed Reality does take a back seat and I don't know why. I I, I, I can't understand and then what the argument used to be was well there's nothing designed for a Windows Mixed Reality platform. Okay, there's the Steam Store in there now. So whatever you can do on the HTC Vive through the Steam Store, you can do that on Windows Mixed Reality at close to half the cost, if not more. <laughs> What's the problem? It's like, well, it doesn't really have the eye tracking motion. Like, yes, they do. 
like I granted, I would argue it's not as perfect as an HTC Vive, but it's good enough to get over the motion sickness that some of the earlier development kits have had. And Microsoft has really perfected the eye tracking and the mm-hmm. screen door effect on, on some of their headsets that their partners have been putting out. So I don't know. I, I truly feel like uh, Windows Mixed Reality, at least the VR side of it, needs to be revisited, especially now. Now that at least HoloLens is getting some pretty good press that Microsoft needs to say, oh, by the way, we also do have consumer stuff and it runs the same apps and here it is and you can buy it now. Yay, high five. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. As always, thank you so much, Quentin, for coming along on this awesome journey. Loved your answers to those those uh, hypothetical you know, questions that I had asked you earlier. But uh, in the meantime, until next time, how can people follow you? On Xbox and Instagram at Firewall. You guys can follow me on those same places under Lazy Tech Tony. All the other links will be in the show notes as well as our shared Twitter account at Still Recording on Twitter. And hopefully this will be out by the time, well, by the time that you listen to this, it will be out. But yeah, hopefully I can get this out before <laughs> the end of this week. Now, now the responsibility falls on my shoulders and no more Quentin's fault. Um or rather, uh, his responsibility then. But uh, in the meantime, y'all stay safe, y'all be good, and we will talk to you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.